and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. magicians how are you so today this is a really really quick video <laughs> i just wanted to share that i'm back in chiang mai and actually that's now why i'm sharing this i'm back in my old apartment in chiang mai and there's actually a whole funny story around this but first i have to show you guys why i wanted to come back to this really cute place i love it okay so the apartment has this insane view right so i lived here for about 15 months on and off last year and 2017 so part of 2017 and last year and i get to do yoga in the space watching this incredible view right and i get to have like visitors and like sit in the lounge and watch the view and my bedroom has an even a more awesome view but anyway that's not the purpose that is sort of the purpose of this video right so i'm so so excited i'm back in chiang mai i actually planned to go to south africa that was my original plan but what happened was i got this feeling like every time i would sit down and leave vietnam you guys already know that story i would feel like i can't leave vietnam then I got to Bangkok and I was like, I really want to go to South Africa, you know, but everything in my system and my plan was to just get to the airport, buy the ticket and just go. But then everything in my system was like, go to Chiang Mai. And I was looking online and there was nothing that I wanted in Chiang Mai, but everything I wanted, I'd written down absolutely everything I'd wanted on the flight for the month of June. And I guess when I look back, it makes sense because the things that I want, like the massages that I want, the um, uh, Yoni massages and the um, uh, uh, Chi Sang massages and also just like um, 
the healing work that I want to get done. It's all so possible in Chiang Mai and I can get it done so easily here. And one of my things was I just really want my old apartment, you know. I didn't say like that, but I was like, every time I thought about the space I wanted to live in, this apartment flashed by and I was like, love to see the moon every evening to be able to just sit in the lounge or in my bedroom, watch sunset, watch the moon, uh, watch the mountain and um, also just have smoothies so in my head I was like I want smoothies more raw foods more everything and I want to be able to walk to the market to get my fresh fruit and veggies without uh, without even thinking twice about it man and I mean the apartment kept flashing but I knew it was being rented out because when I left my landlord had already told me that she's renting out the apartment so I booked a random place in old town in Chiang Mai I got to this place I kid you not I took one look at it uh, my spirit was like I'm not doing this you know I was like I had booked for about four nights and I looked at this place as I'm mm, I need to get out of this in like a night and as I'm sitting there talking to the guy I'm like I need to just make it a one night stay now I hadn't told anyone that I was really I just said to my friends I'm coming through to Chiang Mai I don't know for how long just kind of going with this insane thing where I got to the airport and I was like just hop on a plane and go to Chiang Mai oh, long story but anyway this is how I often live right like this is I just have to follow that voice because it's never really led me astray I don't trust it <laughs> most of the time but every time I've listened to it it's never led me astray and part of why I don't trust it is because it's so crazy right there's no planning to it there's no rhyme or logic and yeah so Anyway, this is how I ended up in Goa, how I ended up in Sri Lanka, how I end up in almost every country, right? I'm just like, I don't know, let's just go with this. So I get to Chiang Mai and then something deep in my spirit that had been saying the whole time I'd been at Bangkok was contact your old landlord, you know, just contact your old landlord and find out if that apartment is available. Now I'm thinking this is kind of a little too crazy, right? I've got things I need to do. I have work to do. I've got things to do. But I'm like, okay, I got to this place in Old Town and I'm very clear that there's no way I'm going to spend four nights in this place. So I contact my old landlady. I'm like, hey, Siri, um, I just landed in Chiang Mai. Um, I'm booking into a hotel, but I literally can't stay in this place. Oh, she's also a real estate agent, right? So it makes sense that I would contact her about this. And I'm like, do you have any places available for three weeks? Now, this is kind of crazy because it's uh, if you're going to rent in Chiang Mai, they want to do at least a month and you do month to month and then you put down a deposit. And then, and then like, so, you know, and I've already shared how like I've had like after my apartment and renovating, it's not like I'm floating in cash, right? So putting down a deposit is not exactly in, wasn't exactly in my future. <laughs> so, and I was like, I know I'm not going to stay a full month because that's not what I'm hearing, right? So I know I'm staying probably three weeks, maybe four if I push it. So it's not like I'm going to be able to do month to month 
or do the normal negotiations that I usually require. So I just tell her straight up. So she goes to me, Van, this is kind of crazy. You know, the guy moved out. So I contacted her yesterday, which was Saturday. And she's like, my tenant just moved out on Friday. He was like, yeah, uh, he needed to go. I'm like, what? Really? So she's like, listen, the apartment is dirty. But if you really need it, you can move in Sunday morning, which is today. Which and she hadn't because the move out had just happened just like that and she hadn't had time to post the apartment up for rent. She hasn't had time to talk to people about it. And of course, here I am. So <laughs> I have my old apartment back and I'm literally so much in awe in how it all happened. But actually, not only that. So then I contact one of my friends, Kidra, and I told her I was probably going to come through to see her because we've been wanting to do a retreat together since last year. We've been talking. But anyway, it's just so crazy. So I meet up with Kidra and I'm like, I don't think I can do the retreat like I planned in December like let's talk about the retreat she's like yeah we should do it next year I'm like okay fantastic then we start having this long chat and she basically tells me what to do about the retreat space in Chagastad in Pumalanga which had been at the back of my mind and I didn't have an answer and I'd been asking the universe what should I do what should I do and she basically helped me figure it out because it's not really my space it's my mom's space and how my mom can turn it into the retreat center that she wants and the idea that she gave me is exactly what would work for my mom i was just like oh my gosh so okay this morning i meet up with siri when i move in and i think now i'm at this point where i think i'm in chiang mai to just find all the answers that i want so i've been freaking out in the student group that there's a bunch of uh projects that i'm working on that have to do with real estate and some things right and i just didn't know how i was going to pull off anything because in terms of just finances and everything like i'm like there's a lot of money needed and all sorts of things. So then I have a conversation with my landlady and husband whom I've become friends with, you know, over since I started renting the place in 2017, which is why I could also contact her as not just a random <laughs> a tenant, but also as a friend. So then I start telling her all the plans that I've got and she and her husband happen to be real estate investors. So they literally sit down with me and help me work through some contracts and help me figure out how I'm going to do the projects that I want to do and still make money and still probably <laughs> find a way to grow wealthy money into the real estate side of things. And now I'm literally sitting here. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I really didn't see this conversation coming. They took an hour out of their time and they helped me figure out how I could negotiate certain things and negotiate certain deals and still be able to continue with uh, with um, the plans that I have in mind and actually maybe even pull this off because I was feeling very overwhelmed and it's something that I've been sharing in the student group that I was like, I don't know if I could if I can do any of these things, you know, like I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, and now I'm feeling so much more like, oh my God, this is all possible. So yeah, so much about following your inner voice. I really thought it was about me coming to rejuvenate and replenish in the, and in literally the last 48 hours, I've gotten the answers that I need for some really key things in the business and just for life. So 
Anyway, recapping on this week. <laughs> so this week for me has been a very interesting um, experience and a very with some very deep lessons, right? It's about surrender. I wanted to leave Vietnam and I booked my ticket to leave Vietnam last Monday. I didn't do it. I couldn't do it because, and there was nothing really stopping me. It was just that the, I had this inner voice that said, stay. And when I stayed in Vietnam, I got the things, the resources that I needed for the Vietnamese retreat in September. Then when it was time to leave, it felt like, yeah, I could leave. But when I got to Bangkok and everything in me wanted to go back to South Africa, my entire spirit was like, no Chiang Mai. So I went, I've come to Chiang Mai. I'm here for I don't know how long I'm saying three weeks four weeks who the hell knows I may get to like the third week and something will say stay you know <laughs> I don't put it past me anymore you know so right now that's where I am I mean I definitely want to go to South Africa but um whatever is taking me to these places and making me stay longer I'm seeing that there's answers there so there's I honestly am just in so much awe because what I got in the last hour's conversation uh, earlier today has been just so mind-blowing and just so incredible in how I'm thinking of how I'm going to move forward in terms of financing, negotiating, just so many things that I would never have thought of and I can see that it's going to make the world of a world of difference, right? So... There's been a while in just like learning to trust that inner voice, even if everything in you is like, ah, oh, it looks like you're going to lose everything. You're not going to gain everything, anything. It makes no financial sense, right? Like what's the purpose of any of this? So trust that. But I also wanted to just do a quick five minutes before I go off and meet Kidra for smoothies. Ah, she's roped me into this. I just mentioned to Kidra that I wanted to do this. I had this feeling that I should do more smoothies and just do more fruits. My skin is getting better, but it had broken out really terribly in Vietnam. And I was just feeling a little run down and just uh, needed to just I felt like that's what my body needed. And she's like, oh, we can do this fruit thing together, this whole smoothies and fruit fast. So we're meeting up and I'm getting some coconut water and some stuff at Maya. So I've got to go meet her soon. But this week I was talking about um, doing the numbers, right? That it's not that finance, a personal finance is a very holistic thing. And we take a holistic approach to it. Because one of the things that I see, and today in the Money Magic student group, we're gonna do the weekly goal setting worksheet, which is exactly what it sounds like. Not the most fun thing, but also this goal setting worksheet is revolutionary and life-changing, right? Because most of us say we want money, we want money, we want money, but how much do you actually want? What is your bare minimum that you're willing to ask for from the universe most of us just say i want money and then obviously if you're given an extra one dollar or ten rand that's still the universe giving you money and that's still more money than you had yesterday so be more specific and for most of us there's so much deep fear around being more specific around saying this is how much my lifestyle is going to cost me, right? This is how much I'm actually going to need to live on a daily basis if 
let's say I don't, I work part time or I quit my job altogether or if I have to replace my income, right? Because remember, I've been talking about how I'm really starting to, how I had to understand the last um, a few years, especially in 2017 and then in 2018, that being debt free does not mean being financially free because being financially free means that even when I don't work, I'm still making an income, right? That somehow money is still coming through. So, and it doesn't mean you have to be completely financially free, but what happens if um, something happens, right? Or what is it that you really need? How much do you really need to finance your dream? Even if you never quit your job because you love your job, you love your work, but um, bearing in mind that it takes about six months to, if you had to get retrenched, the average stats say that it takes six months to get a new job, right? No matter how skilled we are, except if we're like super, super skilled, right? But usually it takes about six months. So do you have six months worth of income somewhere um, or save somewhere? Or do you have six months of income that could be replaced or a way for your expenses to get paid? So what's your figure basically, right? And, there, uh, and also I want to state this, that this changes all the time, right? Because your needs change, you upgrade, you downgrade grade suddenly the things you wanted you don't want anymore suddenly you want to move into an ashram for four years in which case you no longer need money so it's normal things change but for now where you are what is it that how much you actually need for every single month to live and and not just and notice i'm not saying just to survive and the need and need i'm just and not just need but to live, that's the word that I use, to live. So to meet your desires, your wants, how much do you actually want? Now this freaks a lot of people out, but here's the thing, until you get very specific on the amount of money that you want, then how are you gonna know how much extra income you even need, how much you need when you get promoted, um, just how much your investments need to yield in terms of return on investment, right? So for most people, they just don't have a number or they have a number and they just feel it's so big, it's so out there. So it's kind of like a dream. It's like one of those numbers that if I win the lottery kind of numbers, right? Well, that's not gonna help because you've got at least, I know, a million people in South Africa, another million in the States, another million in Thailand, various people that are all looking to win the lottery. So let's assume that we all do are able to win the lottery in South Africa, all of us, uh, all 40 something million of us, right? Then, um, I don't know how many people actually are in South Africa. I think it's 40 something million, right? So, <laughs> Uh, let's assume all those people can win the lottery. Then it's not that much, right? So, and lottery manifestations aren't actually that, I guess like it's almost like someone else is, you don't have that much power over them is what I mean. Whereas when it's all about you and you're working with the numbers and then you have to come up with a concrete plan of how to do, how to make that happen, that's you being more in control. So Johanna, you say, hashtag be more specific. I've been learning that from the last month when I speak, when I was speaking to my spiritual counsel and asked for money, they said just that, be more, hashtag be more specific. 
think I assume when Joanna is talking about the spiritual councils, she's talking about the money magic meditations, right? She's in the uh, money magic course. So anyway, back to the thing, uh, to the, um, to the topic at hand is that if you're more specific about the things that you want, and again, remember, I can say I want this today and tomorrow I'm allowed to change my mind, but at least I have to start working from a basic idea today as to what it is that I want to make. How much money do I want to make? How much extra income do I want to make? And then I can look at my products and services that I'm offering and then decide, is that A, in line with my values, yes or no? If it is, then tick, we like that. We keep the products and services, but then how much do I actually need to sell to be able to make that amount? Is that feasible? Because if I'm one person and then I have to sell 2,000 units of a product in a month, then even divide that by 30 days, then let's say maybe I have to sell an average of 80 to 90 units in a day. Then the real question, is that feasible? Is that possible? Then we have to work from that, right? That's what I'm talking about when I say scalability. It's also about resources. There's so many things that impact our um, our income goals and we have to be willing to look at the practical side now for most people they kind of like shut down when that happens because it feels impossible it feels scary so they just walk away from that right but the truth is you need to be willing to run the numbers and I'm not saying and yes it feels like they boxing you in etc but here's the thing that I've often seen happen with the weekly goal setting worksheet I say to people run the numbers and keep doing uh, doing this. So we have like this whole thing that we do on Sundays and I say, we'll just keep doing it. And then I teach various ways in which you can increase your income or maybe you just need a whole new business model altogether. So look into that. So there's so many interesting ways for us to reach our goals, but you can't reach a goal that you don't know you're trying to reach, right? So if you're trying to get to Cape Town or you're trying to get to Chiang Mai, you can't get to Chiang Mai until you know that you want to go to Chiang Mai, right? Because then you don't know what flight ticket, what train ticket, what um, oh, where your car is going, how you're going to drive your car, then it becomes impossible to even choose the methods of how you're going to get there. So the first thing is to know, have a basic idea of even the goal that you're trying to reach. And again, it can't be oh, when I win, win the lottery. So once you write the numbers down, then it's time to start working on them, getting creative. This is where the inner work also comes in, right? You sit down, you do a lot of the work, you do the meditations. I would say to people, usually you sit with your spirit of money meditations and lesson zero, or we go to the Akashic Records meditations where we we focus on finding your purpose, right? Or we do the uh, lesson two worksheets in the Money Magic course where we start working on creating a much more holistic vision for your life and do the lesson two worksheets on the vision and slowly things will come to shape. But first you need to have an idea of what you want. Please don't be scared of being very 
vulnerable with yourself, vulnerable enough to know what it is that you want, because that's the starting point, knowing what you want, so that you ha you can ask for more and start doing the practical side of things. Anyway, hope this makes sense. Have a wonderful Sunday. Let me go get my smoothie and fruit. Oh, I'm so excited to be back in Chiang Mai, guys. It's, it's really, really awesome to be back. I'm glad I get to look at Doi Sutep Mountain. Ah, cheers. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast which would really make my day also as a bonus if you're interested in changing your spending habits i have a complimentary ebook for you you can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook again wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.